been a rough year for the overall market, but the TrueShares Low Volatility Equity Income ETF has outperformed the markets. Ticker symbol DIVZ is only down about 1% this year. Joining us now is the fund's portfolio manager, Austin Graff. Austin, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So Austin, we know it's been a rough year, first half of the year, when we look at down 1% for the year and think that that's very impressive. But talk to me about how you've been able to beat the market this year. Yeah, so we primarily focus on quality companies. Uh, in those quality companies, we're looking for companies with clean balance sheets, investor-friendly uh, capital allocation policies, as well as, you know, business models that are resilient through multiple environments. And so the places that we've been finding opportunities in this market has primarily been in the energy space as well as the healthcare space. Um, we think these companies have the potential to be a bit more resilient in free cash flow generation uh, in the current environment uh, than, than other parts of the market. Um, we're also able to pick them up at relatively attractive valuations. So you would say for energy, although we have seen a sell-off over the past few weeks, but you would say that energy still is at attractive valuations. In that case, I'm assuming you think there's quite a bit more room to run in that in that space. Yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, over the last few kind of few days to weeks, we've seen a sell-off in the energy space, uh, but but we believe kind of where companies are valued today, they'd still be attractively um, priced with with oil around the kind of. 80 to $70 range. So with oil above 100, we still think there's really attractive bargains. And given the supply and demand dynamic in the oil field today, we think that prices have the ability to stay higher for longer, um, giving us some comfort in the free cash flow streams and their ability to return cash to shareholders in the form of both uh, dividends and buybacks. Uh, so we think that there, there's still a ways to go in, in, the, in the oil or the energy space. So it's been all about those income opportunities and quality stocks for so many people, uh, so many investors that have been uh, on the program. It seems like that's just been the key theme. Do you think that will continue as we look ahead to the second half of the year? I think that there's a good chance that it continues. We'll probably see some bounces in the market as people are trying to catch the next upswing. But as long as we have the Fed kind of... Uh, trying to slow down the economy, we have higher inflation, we have the potential for higher rates. I think there's gonna be a tendency for investors to, to focus on higher quality, more attractively priced names, rather than just kind of trying to bid up whatever uh, will be the expected fastest grower in the future, which is what we've seen over the past kind of five years or so. So we showed some of your biggest holdings in uh, on the screen just a second ago, but Union Pacific, Johnson & Johnson, United Health, Exxon Mobil's in there, AbbVie, Altria, uh, JP Morgan Chase. In terms of uh, when you're actually thinking about what companies you want to make up your ETF, how does a recession play into your forecast? Yeah, so we're really looking for companies that are going to be able to perform through a recession. Um, which is why we're looking for these quality companies that have rock solid balance sheets that if we come into a bit of economic turbulence, um, many of these names are going to be consistently um, performing well from an underlying business perspective. Now that the prices might bounce around a little bit, 
But we tend to believe that the higher quality names with attractive balance sheets and and uh, and market leading positions will will perform better than the broader market kind of through the cycle, regardless of if we're going into a recession or, or we're coming out of a recession. So you would say you're a buyer in this current market, despite all of the uncertainty that's out there. I'm a buyer of high quality names. I wouldn't be a buyer of the overall market. And I, I think that there's a bit of a, a disconnect right now when you look at some of the indices, there's a lot of top heaviness in them. Um, that's creating a dislocation in, in some of the kind of top down valuations. Um, so, so I do think there are a lot of opportunities out there. If you start doing fundamental kind of bottoms up research, uh, you can find names that are trading at kind of below average valuations that have above average fundamental prospects going forward. And we think that that's a, a good formula for outperformance uh, going forward. Now, if you're just focused on kind of the index on average, I think things could be a bit rocky for a little while, just given the fact that we're dealing with a higher interest rate environment. And we do have kind of above average valuations. And we have a, a lot of analysts aren't bringing their estimates down with the economic outlook. So I do think that kind of second to third quarter, we could see a bit more turbulence in what companies are reporting just based on what we've heard out of companies over the last few weeks. And as those kind of reports come out, we might see analysts update their numbers, which puts more pressure on the broader market in general. Yeah, that's been a big question. When, when we're going to finally start seeing these earnings revisions that, uh, that could reflect a, a slowing economy. So if you're expecting that that's going to happen and more volatilities in store as we look ahead to later in the year, does that mean you don't think the worst is behind us? Not necessarily, um, but, but I do think that there are a lot of potential kind of green shoots out there. Um, so there are a lot of opportunities to benefit from the current environment. And I think investors should focus on areas that have the potential to do well in a, call it a, an inflationary environment with lower growth than what we've seen in the past. Um, I think the playbook from the last few years was just to go towards growth at any price. And that's a great playbook when the Fed is keeping rates at or near zero. But as we've seen interest rates come up, I think people have to reevaluate uh, that playbook and have to start thinking about not just growth, but what you're paying for the growth. And that's why we like quality names at, at attractive prices. And, and that's what we're owning in DIVZ. So growth at a reasonable price, but in terms of growth, at a reasonable price in terms of maybe more of those growth names like in the tech space. I don't see any here in your ETF, um, largely yeah. probably because they're not paying dividends necessarily. But uh, are you starting to maybe stock pick among some of those names? And if so, which do you like? We own some tech names, but we own primarily old tech names because those are the names that you can still get at attractive valuations that still have reasonable growth. Um, our philosophy is not to pay up for growth, and that's why you don't see any of the, of the traditional tech names uh, in the portfolio today. Uh, if prices come down to more reasonable, not more reasonable places, then then we will be adding some of those names. But but we do think growth estimates for some of the faster growing growth names that are also the names that analysts are expecting to grow more rapidly, but also trade at relatively high valuations 
have the potential to come down, uh, which could make them more expensive in the future than they appear right now. Austin, for so long, it was value or it was growth over value. Growth could seem to do no wrong, right? And that hasn't been the case this year. Have the days of growth being market leaders, have, are they behind us? Or do you still expect that they'll ultimately uh, be the leaders of this market once some of this uncertainty in terms of inflation recession shakes out? I think you really have to look to interest rates for that one. As long as interest rates are rising or interest rates are at a higher level, you should expect value to outperform growth. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean just go buy anything with a low price to sales, price to book multiple on it. You also have to understand what the underlying fundamentals are of the business. So you have to kind of link growth and valuation together to come to um, attractive opportunities in the current market. The difference has been kind of the, the overnight rate or the Fed funds rate has been rising. And so the cost of capital is increasing, which forces people to focus on valuation as well as growth instead of just focusing on growth on its own. All right, we have to leave it there, but we appreciate you sharing your insights and some of your picks with us. Austin Graff, Portfolio Manager, TrueShares Low Volatility Equity Income ETF. Thanks so much. Thanks, Caroline.